Check one, check two. I'm the Inca slash rapper that you never thought would happen. Commentary get it cracking like pads when they start whacking. Applaud like studio audience audio. It's the Rob You Sports Stew Show. Is that so? Welcome back to the Rob You Sports Stew Show NFL 2021-2022 season. Going into the, the championship weekend, championship Sunday, NFC AFC championship game. With the winners to a chance to play in the NFL 2022 Super Bowl. So when I last left y'all, we was coming down the stretch of the playoffs to the divisional round. San Fran versus Green Bay. And also Tampa Bay and the Rams, Bengals and Titans, and Kansas City Buffalo. And one thing about all four of these games, they all had great endings and they both had, they all had a lot of parody and it was all, well, at least three out of four could have went really either way in the final, final minute or final few minutes of the game because a lot of those games were run off field goals and special teams, key plays, splash plays, and also in that San Fran Green Bay game, definitely gutsy effort by the 49ers, still playing that physical ball, bringing it to the Green Bay Packers in the snow, in the tundra, and the, the 49ers was just, they were tough, and they proved to be a formidable, formidable opponent against the Green Bay Packers, and even on a day when it wasn't a lot of yardage. It wasn't a lot of touchdowns. San Fran found a way to get the victory late in the game with a game-winning field goal. And with the Bengals and the Titans, it was just too many mistakes for the Titans and Ryan Tannehill. Despite all the sacks they had of Burrow and the way they got to Burrow, Still were not able to get that victory, even with the return of Derrick Henry. It just wasn't enough offensive consistency. Defense played a great game, but also the Bengals were able to get sneaky plays here and there. And also they were able to continue that great connection of Burrow and Chase. And the Bengals just had what it took that day. With too many mistakes by the Titans, and there are already questions about Ryan Tannehill, his quarterback and skills. It's too many mistakes by the Bengals, and it just—I'm sorry—too many mistakes by the Titans, and it just led to a, vi- a victory for the Bengals. The Bengals did make some mistakes as well, however, allowing Burrow to be sacked so many times. And in the Kansas City Buffalo game, another great finish. These two teams, high-powered offenses going back-to-back, back-to-back. Who will get the last score? Who will be that team to overcome and get that victory? So competitive. Two great young quarterbacks both doing their thing. And Buffalo looked as if they were going to be victorious. However, they did leave a little too much time left on the clock to prevent the Kansas City Chiefs from coming back being able to tie the game up, go into overtime, to get that first scoring touchdown in overtime to get the victory with that nice behind-the-back back shoulder pass to Kelsey from Mahomes in the end zone 
for the scoring touchdown that will give them the victory in overtime. And ever since then, there's been a lot of talking, controversy, and conversation about do NFL overtime rules need to be changed. So we'll see how that unfolds with the competition committee over the offseason if they want to address that or if the owners want to bring that to the attention of the competition committee uh, what needs to be done about that rule do they want to change overtime to a sudden death or each offense gets the ball at least once so we'll see and then the Rams versus the Tampa Bay Bucks there was a headline hot news going into that game as Tom Brady made it known that this would potentially be his last season as his future in the league was going to be up in the air or unknown or he hasn't decided yet. So I think that was kind of put out there to float that information and energy around as Brady will maybe take one last ride down the old NFL playoff trail and try to prevail. So unfortunately, the Rams just came out and they, they were able to get early lead on the Buccaneers. So the Buccaneers ended up playing most of the game from behind. And by the time the offense finally got clicking, it was just a little bit too little too late. But with Brady, you know it was always the chance for the comeback. However, the teams advancing to the NFC and AFC championships are going to be the San Fran 49ers versus the Los Angeles Rams. And in the AFC, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs. So this is going to be a great championship Sunday. All these teams there deserve it, and we know they're going to be entertaining to watch. With the San Fran versus the Rams, the San Fran has been showing dominance in the regular season with their division or their division rival. And with these two teams meet, it's hard to sometimes prognosticate who will be successful because both of these teams have nice offenses. San Fran more of a ball control, balance, misdirection, trick play here and there. Receivers in the backfield, nice running backs, pass when necessary. Not super aggressive with it. Nice zone read concepts and misdirection concepts in the running game. And then San Fran also has a solid defense. And they have some they can put some pressure on you and have nice coverage and nice linebackers. And then you have the Rams who have that strong defense, nice players on every level. And offense coming around this year led by Stafford. And the question has been how consistent can Stafford be going down the stretch and into the playoffs with somebody who didn't really have a lot of playoffs experience. But so far, so good for Mahomes. I'm sorry, so far, so good for Matt Stafford. And he's been doing well in the Rams offense. And they have been producing with nice addition Odell Beckham. And... A decent running game, but they're more, I believe, of a passing team, led by receiver Cooper Cup. How will the Rams square off against the San Fran 49ers in this go-round? 
this is already a team they know very well and how the game plan for maybe they want to try something different or maybe something they've been overlooking over their last few games where they can figure something out against the 49ers but we'll see how it turns out it's going to be a cali 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 nfc championship on the west side so Supposedly, there are going to be more 49er fans there than Rams, so it may be like a home game to the 49ers, but we'll see how the crowd noise is with the level of 49ers fans to Rams fans in the audience and how that may affect the game with signals, play call, energy, crowd momentum, etc. And in the AFC, it's going to be the Bengals led by young gunslinger Joe Burrow, keeping it thorough with... Wide receiver Chase, Jamar Chase, has been a great run for them. Two young players coming up from college ranks to the NFL, making it happen, taking their teams down the stretch to the NFL. Nice NFL divisional championship round. I'm sorry, the NFL championship weekend, championship Sunday round. Potential chance to go to the Super Bowl. Bengals defense. Has been playing solid ball as well. Nice running back and with mixing. So we'll see how the Bengals square off against those high-powered, high-flying Kansas City Chiefs. One of the most, if not the most explosive team in the league. So much speed on offense. So many creative play calls and fool fool that fool the defense. Where they may roll out to the right and have a shuttle pass to the tight end. Or they may just have Kelsey or Tyreek Hill just burn your defender. So the passing of Mahomes has been has been just something that you don't see often for a lot of young players coming in the league to be able to throw the ball accurately and have the right velocity on the ball for different kind of pass plays. And you just don't see a lot of quarterbacks come to the league and catch on that fast. And, of course, it has something as well to do with the offensive playbook that they use and the coaching of head coach Andy Reid. But they've been doing a great thing down there in Kansas City Chiefs. And they're looking to return to the Super Bowl to make up for the last Super Bowl when things just didn't go as planned. And they were taken out by the Tampa Bay Bucks and Tom Brady in that defense. So in this matchup of the NFL championship weekend, looking at the San Fran 49ers versus the Rams running back wise and running play and rushing yards wise, I would go with San Fran over the Rams, and I think that's one of their top strengths, as well as nice play call from Shanahan. But McVay is also a good play caller and head coach as well. So, but they're both they're both great coaches, and they both are able to get their teams to produce. And when it comes to the playbook, I'll go 49ers over the Rams, just because the 49ers are a type of team where you almost almost know what they're going to do, but you still can't stop it. And offensive line-wise, with the run block, and I will go with the 49ers as well. Wide receivers and tight ends, I think these teams are even. Only they get more versatility with their running, with their 
running game with the use of Debo Samuel. And he's somebody who does it all for that offense. And so many different ways they implement him. He may even pass the ball, reverse, line up in the backfield, go foul for the pass. He does it all for this offense. And definitely one of their key players that the Rams are going to probably pee on. And who knows if we see that matchup of Debo Samuel and Jalen Ramsey. And when it comes to the defensive line, I would give the edge to the Rams with Aaron Donald. But the 49ers also have some nice linemen as well. And rushing the passer will be also Bosa. Linebacking-wise, I would give the edge to the 49ers. DBs, I would give the edge to the Rams. Special teams and kicker, I would go with the 49ers and Robbie Gold. So this is going to be a nice matchup. And when it comes to the AFC Championship with the Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs, when it comes to the playbook, I will go with the Kansas City Chiefs, but the Cincinnati Bengals do have some nice plays and nice weapons that they have as well on their team. When it comes to the head coaching, I would go with the Andy Reid and also Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator. But the Bengals have made it this far for a reason, so obviously their head coach has been doing a good job, especially with a younger younger team, younger skill players, and getting them to produce at a high level and be effective. Offensive line-wise, I would give the edge to the Kansas City Chiefs, especially after they rebuilt the offensive line. And also, the Bengals had given up too many sacks to the Titans last week, and that may be something the Chiefs can capitalize on if they can implement that in their game plan of what the Titans did in certain ways. When it comes to the receivers and the tight ends, I would give the edge to the Chiefs, but the Bengals also have some nice weapons, although they may not have as many weapons as the Chiefs. But they do have a nice running back in Mixon, so he may be a he may be a key player for this matchup if he can get established in the running game. When it comes to defensive line, I would go with the Bengals. DBs, I would go with, I think they're pretty much even. Linebackers, I would go with the Bengals. Special teams and kicker, Kansas City Chiefs have a nice special team core because they will use their starters on special teams. And we've seen it in the last game when Kansas City Chiefs had Tyreek Hill returning punts and he made a key play. So those are the matchups for the championship Sunday NFL NFC AFC championships for the chance to go to the Super Bowl and I'll have my picks coming up next in block two after a few more headlines and in the latest one of the latest episodes of I Am Athlete Antonio Brown was a guest speaker with some of the guys including Nick Young <laughs> and also including Brandon Marshall and these guys had a nice conversation they had talked to Antonio Brown AB about some of the things he's been going through in the league and his decision and his his decision and his perceived outburst or show of emotion when he was supposedly or as he said coach did not understand he was not able to go back in the game and he wanted to take some more time to maybe 
get back to 100% or let his injury heal some more. He wasn't feeling comfortable enough to play, which there were also the there was also the discussion or topic of him and his agent trying to receive some more of his guaranteed money leading into that game in case he didn't reach certain incentives. But regardless of that fact, the fact also the matter is that Antonio Brown was injured and he did practice injured and he did miss certain he did miss game he did miss time he did miss practice so he did admit to they did shoot him up with a pain and painkiller pain injection so in his episode where he was featured there he had a lot to say and he was well spoken he wasn't what people might think and he he explained himself and why he felt the way he felt and of course, you know, they had to have some sort of, so they had to have some sort of debate, of course, but there's a certain way that Brandon Marshall would handle it now compared to when Brandon Marshall may have been in AB's shoes or his age, and AB is a little older now, but I think he wanted to make a point, and I think he also knew that he was injured, they did not honor his request to receive his to receive his incentive money because he was injured and he he knew if he didn't play he would not have a chance to probably receive those incentives but he also knew he wasn't getting the ball and he knew that how bad or the pain he was feeling which was proven on x-rays and everything like that but I think he explained himself well on there and I think he made a lot of people change their mind of why he may have acted out the way he did and it's just some one of those things where people can judge him or buy it, but the fact of the matter is there there's already been teams who would like to employ his services. They just may feel like they can't give him too much guarantee money or too long of a leash, if you will, because they may feel like he may try to take over the organization or voices, opinions, or frustrations with the organization based on the way that he's been based on the way that he's been portrayed in the media, but also some of his last few stops like the Raiders and then now with the Buccaneers where he kind of lashes out or lashes against the organization and puts them in a bad position where they have to get rid of him or go along. (laughs) So we'll see where Antonio Brown lands in the coming NFL offseason. In other news, the New Orleans Saints will be on the search for a new head coach as Coach Sean Payton has decided to step away from the organization and he's decided to leave for this season. Who knows if he'll return in the future. There have already been rumors of the Dallas Cowboys, which were not true. And the Saints probably still would own his rights as a coach because he still was under contract when he's leaving. So we'll see if Sean Payton reemerges, but the New Orleans Saints will have to have a new captain on the ship and see if they can improve on last year's record and results where they had they had Jameis Winston and they also went to Taysom Hill for a little while and also they their offense was kind of wasn't what you what we were used to seeing from them. They're more of a high power team, but when you lose Drew Brees, of course things are going to change offensively. And they also were without 
to one of their top receivers, Thomas. So we'll see what happens with the Saints moving forward or who they would hire as their new coaching hire. And then Brady to retire. As I mentioned earlier in the vision round leading up to the game, there was rumors of talks of rumors of Brady saying he was probably going to hang it up after this year, hang up the cleats. However, after further review <laughs> and after after the fact and after the smoke is cleared, Brady did announce leading into the championship Sunday games that he would retire, but now supposedly he's backtracked or told the Buccaneers he has not decided yet. So, you know, you can always speculate <laughs> in certain situations. So maybe, just maybe, Brady was considering retiring if the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl this year and after their defeat by the after their defeat by the Los Angeles Rams, he decided maybe I won't retire this year. Maybe I'll play one more just because I want to still chase that elusive championship without <laughs> you know who. So if he got another, that definitely would that would be cement, which he's already cemented. And, you know, he's already cemented it as one of the greatest ever. But then there was still the cherry on top of doing it without Belichick. And now maybe he just wanted two cherries on top of the ice cream cement sundae. So who knows? But will Brady retire and hang up the cleats? Or will he reemerge once again to go for another Super Bowl win? And speaking of retires, Big Ben has also announced his retirement, which we knew leading up to the playoffs, it was probably going to be his last season. He was showing some declining play and showing the results of years of NFL play, injuries, hits, abuse. So he wasn't, definitely wasn't playing at a high level, but he still was able to play and I think he knew it was time to hang him up. He may have felt like he'd given so much to the game, and there was no way that he was well, he was going. There was no way that he was going to be able to play at the level he played at before. So, Big Ben retires as a Super Bowl champion and one of the greatest Pittsburgh Steeler quarterbacks in history. And that's it. When it comes to Aaron Rodgers, who also could be leaving, he has already said that he's going to take some time and talk to some people around there, meaning the Green Bay Packers organization, see if they probably will take heed of his word and his wishes, and then decide if he will still continue to play Green Bay or go elsewhere. Now, with the recent hiring of Nathaniel Hackett, there's already been some speculation and rumor of will hatchet hackett lower the hatchet <laughs> on the Green Bay Packets and bring in Aaron Rodgers to go to the Denver Broncos as his former offensive coordinator they already have a relationship 
and that could make it easier to adjust to a new team, new city, and new organization. So we'll see where Aaron Rodgers end up playing coming in the 2022 NFL season. And speaking of coaches, as I mentioned, Nathaniel Hackett has been hired by the Broncos as their new head coach, formerly the Packers offensive coordinators. Then there's also the Bears hiring Matt Eberfuss, former coach defensive coordinator. Interesting to see what kind of offensive coordinator he's going to pair with the second-year quarterback, soon-to-be Fields, and how will they hope that how would they hope to better have better production and quality play out of fields, maybe doing more things that he or he's already good at or surrounding him with some more weapons. We know Chicago Bears never really been known as a passing team, but maybe they can have have some changes around there with new quarter new quarterback play, new quarterback coaching and new quarterback weapons. So we'll see what Matt Eberfuss and the Bears have in store for the for the second year player fields. Also, Broncos hiring Nathaniel Hackett and Jim Harbaugh, formerly of the Michigan <laughs> Wolverines, or maybe still love the Michigan Wolverines, interview with the Vikings. So, interviewing with the Vikings could be a sign that this has already been something that was worked out already and this is just a mere formality because that's really the first you hear of him interviewing with anyone but you already heard rumors he was coming back to coaching but it was formerly with the Raiders but you never know and then there's the Giants who have recently hired Brian DeBall or DeBall former Bills offensive coordinator so he will pair with the quarterback Danny Dimes is what they call him Daniel Jones and see if they can turn around that Giants roster and franchise to so many disappointing seasons for Giants fans and some of the top black coaching candidates still on the market are Brian Flores coming off that stretch with the Dolphins and also Byron Leftwich still with the Tampa Bay Bucks and Bruce Arians and there's been rumors he could go to the Jacksonville Jaguars but we will see where he ends up and one of the other top black coaching candidates Eric Bieniemy of the Kansas City Chiefs and We'll see how many of these black coaches get an opportunity, and we'll also see how many don't coming down the stretch. But they've already put themselves in great positions, and they've already accomplished great things with the championships and the Super Bowls that they've already won off at the offensive coordinator position for their respective franchises. So that has to account for something, even if you're not what the owner specifically wants or they used to say you had the wrong paint job (laughs) we'll see how things pan out with these NFL franchises hiring more minority and black head coaches especially the ones who are qualified 
bona fide and ready for it. As opposed to some coaches we see get hired, flash in the pan, a branch off that tree of the other man, and may not have what it actually takes to be a leader of men, especially some minority men, and also be able to produce on the field with your squad when X's and O's and dealing with Joe's and also how you lead your troops, how you convey your messages to them, how do they view you, how do they respect you, and will they rally behind you, do they believe in you as a coach and what you're trying to get them to do to win the game. So that's what it boils down to. And the talent of the players and how you use those players and utilize them and their their preparation, their execution, their skill level, their reflexes, is what it is (laughs) and my final four commentary as we go into the NFC championship Sunday I just want to say this NFL season just been different for me because I think it's been so much parody and it seems like it was really more difficult to pick these games than some of the previous seasons I think it's just shown the parody of the league and how getting maybe two or three key players can really help turn a franchise around like and help get your team back on a, a, a winning a winning wave and a winning streak and a winning vibe and a winning culture because you have to have that kind of culture in the locker room where players expect to win and are disappointed when they lose not players just going through the motions and if they lose they don't care because they know that the team is horrible or the coach is horrible so it makes a difference but when you get down to the San Fran versus the Rams, this is just really competitive football, competitive teams, nice matchup. Good quarterback play, decent quarterback play, good running game, superb defense, already bringing in extra additions with Miller on defense, teaming up with Donald. And 49ers have to account for those two guys on, on that on that on that D-line because it's going to affect the O-line and how they block and how they run. If they can't get a running game going established, they're going to make Garoppolo pass more. But will Matt Stafford make this make the right decisions or will he make mistakes? So we'll see. And with the Bengals and the Chiefs, can the Bengals keep the pace up with the Kansas City Chiefs? Because the Kansas City Chiefs are known for putting up numbers. So are the Bengals going to be able to score with them? Or would the Bengals defense be able to slow down the Kansas City Chiefs? So this is going to be some nice, nice chess match. How the Bengals going to play the Chiefs? Are they going to try to man them up a little bit? Or are they just going to rely mostly on zones? One thing about the Kansas City Chiefs is if you blitz them, they usually try to make you pay for it. And they have guys who have great chemistry with each other and know basically kind of know what to expect. When Mahomes starts scrambling or if he's in trouble. So, nice to see the parity in the league. And nice to see that we have some nice matchups for the Super Bowl potential matchups. Because even if it's San Fran or KC. Or San Fran and the Bengals. Or the Rams and KC. Or the Rams and the Bengals. It's just some nice, uh, nice teams who made it down the stretch. All these teams definitely deserve to be here. And despite some of the 
terrible officiating in the playoffs. It was a nice NFL playoffs. And it was nice to enjoy the game and see who would make it coming down the stretch because it was just so competitive this season. So that's my thing about the Final Four commentary going into Championship Sunday. And we're going to see how it all unfolds on game time, game day. And coming up next in Block 2 of the Rob U Sports 2 show, Pharaoh Knicks picks for Championship Sunday. So keep it locked. Welcome back to the Rob U Sports 2 Show NFL Championship Sunday 2022. Let's take a look at the games. When it comes to the San Fran Los Angeles Ram game, as I stated before, two good head coaches, but San Fran, I think, is going to have an edge in the running game. It's just a matter of how effective could it be against that Los Angeles Ram D-line. And then there's how are they going to match up with Debo Samuel. How are they going to match up with Kittle. And also, will the San Fran 49ers D-line be able to get after Matt Stafford? Or will they be able to make him make mistakes? How will those San Fran DBs cover Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham Jr.? But in this game, I believe, I didn't want to overthink it. I think San Fran will prevail. With a final score, San Fran 30, Rams 20. This will be a good game. And when it comes to the Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs, I believe the Bengals defense may be able to find a way to slow down the Kansas City Chiefs and I think the Bengals offense will be able to score on the Chiefs defense so in this game I believe it will be a close one but I think it will be a high scoring affair explosive matchup of two nice offenses and I'm going to go with the underdog to take the Kansas City Chiefs out with a final score of Bengals 35 Chiefs 33 but this will definitely be a good game as well and we'll see how it turns out so I want to thank y'all for checking me out don't forget to like comment subscribe peace be blessed see you on the next